0: Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. Hello, this is Shelaine. And this is Jenny. And You're welcome to Old Uh, woo! Hello, hello, Shalane. Hi, Jenny. Hey, we I are. I miss so, you. I know, I miss you too. It's too. <laughs> you know, it's been too long. Uh, we are back! Yay! We're almost done with the year. Thank, fucking. God. That's all I have to say. Um, Yeah, almost about the year it has been. um, I feel like it was really long. And then since Thanksgiving, things have been cranking along pretty quickly. So I'm pretty glad that the year is coming to an end. I'm Mm -hmm. really excited about today because we have so much fun stuff going on. Um, I'm super excited. I'm super excited about the drink. We've got lots of stuff to talk about. So let's do some... uh, Social media stuff, let's do some shout outs and let's get to the fun stuff. You know it. Okay, so before I continue, make sure that you follow us on social media, guys. So that is O Girl, that is G U R L, because that's how we roll old girl podcast on instagram as well as facebook on twitter is podcast girl g-u-r-l because some heifer took our handle and i'm coming for that bitch okay you've got to give us her name <laughs> i'm going after her it's Been a um, while. she's hiding she is done <laughs> yeah she's scared she heard she's scared <laughs> on on youtube we do have a youtube channel that's old girl podcast and if you want to send us anything you know you can't email us at old girl podcast at gmail.com. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and love on some podcasts. All right. okay. The first one is moms are not funny. Are <laughs> and you- this is a podcast. It's a podcast okay. featuring comic moms who interview comedians about the moms that influenced their comedy. So I, okay. I, Yeah, you know, I I actually thought about you, Jenny, because I know with your comedic stylings, I'm sure there's people who influenced you. So, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I'm going to check them out. Next is Boozy Sitter Club. Now, they read books, they have a drink, and then they chat about it. Short and sweet, to the point. Now scary ghost stories. Now I found her on Instagram. She follows us and Mm -hmm. she is, this is Danielle from Liverpool. And she tells real ghost stories. Like people send her stories and she reads them. And so the only thing I will say is you have to really like listen because she's from Liverpool, but she has a really nice um, way of telling these stories. They keep you engaged. So and she's pretty nice to look at, you know. And that last but not least because this is a special podcast episode. We have Can't Wait for Christmas. Let your Christmas <laughs> let your Christmas freak flag fly <laughs> and keep laughing all the way. <laughs> so anyway. I'm intrigued by that one. I'm All right. Sleep. So this was definitely put me in the mood. And you know what else I'm in the mood for, Jenny? Mm, what's that? for some drinks. Girl, what you drinking? (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited about this one. Okay. So as everybody knows, we always try and pick out cocktails um, that sound tasty that we can both drink because we can't have anything with cream in it or we'll kill Shalane. But also if we want to do a theme for what we're talking about today. So today, coming up in just a second, we are interviewing the Grinch. So I had to get, I know. So we had to get a Grinch cocktail. And I I hope everybody saw the picture of this because it's so pretty. It's bright green. But this is all it is, my friends. Get yourself a a lowball glass, fill it with ice, and you're going to put in one and a half ounces of Midori liqueur, an ounce of clear rum or triple sec. Now clear rum is going to give you that rum flavor. Triple sec is going to add a little bit of an orange. So Midori is a melon flavored liqueur. So if you like melon and orange, or you could do a half ounce of rum and a half ounce of triple sec, I'm sure it don't matter. Um, And then five ounces of lemon lime soda. So really you're going to put the alcohol in, stir it together and top it with the lime, lemon lime soda uh, of your choice, you know, whichever brand you prefer. Top it with a marriage Chino cherry, and you've got green and red. Now, if you guys and before look, do you see Ooh. that I made I made a Grinch cocktail fingernails because they're green with a red cherry? Green. So that's all you gotta do. I've got mine in my usual sippy cup. sippy <laughs> cup. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is good, yummy. This is not going to last. I'm telling you, this will be gone by the end of the show. No, it's, a, it's a sweet beverage. I will have to say, but I think that the like the sprite or whatever you use like cuts it a little bit and gives it a little mm-hmm. bit of fizz. So, that being said, are you ready for our <laughs> special guest today? We have torn him away from Mount Crumpet and his seasonal plotting to hang out with us here in Georgia. So let's welcome back my black-hearted inspiration now he's the one who has been called a jerky jockey hmm does that have to do with beef jerky i don't know he has been called a three decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich and we also believe that he has a bad banana with a greasy black peel i'm just saying Ooh. it is the grinch now welcome grinch now do we call you grinch do we call you mr grinch do you have a first name how do you want us to address you
1: uh Wait, wait, if you so much as utter a word, I will hunt you down and get you like a fish. What? The key, the star key. That, How does this thing work? What? Oh, <laughs> my God. How does Zoola work? I can't get, All right. Hey, all the way from Mount Crumpet. Yeah, but well, actually, you know what? Hmm. You can call me the G-Man if you want.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Okay, G-Man G- got some G- swag.
1: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> what, what? Okay. 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 Welcome, (laughs) G-Man. Thank
1: you very much.
0: Okay. Well, you know, Jenny, she put this in the intro and she got me thinking. So I got to ask, what is up with your banana?
1: My That sounds a little personal, I might say. <laughs> what are you talking about my banana for? Well,
0: what it's, kind it's of a
1: podcast up. is this, anyway? <laughs> for, for children.
0: Oh, oh no. Oh. Gee, Pat, no, no. No children. Adults and mm-hmm. drinking. So, yeah. Oh,
1: sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving that.
0: Oh, my God. Tell you what, we'll
1: talk about my banana on the side. How about that?
0: Okay. Okay. Well, okay. Since, all right, we'll, we'll save the banana for later. Uh, what What else is there something that no one knows about you? If, if you want someone to know something or anything particular about you, what would it be?
1: What would it be? Well, I like to take long walks on the beach, romantic, romantic moonlit dinners, you know, things like that. I'm not afraid to cry. <gasps> now, what? kind of a question is that? I mean, come on. Someone of my stature, you're going to ask that question? <laughs> We're trying to get to know more about you,
0: M- Mr. G. Mr. G? Uh, G-Man. G-Man.
1: G-Man. All right. Yeah. G-Man. G-Man.
0: G-Man. All right. All
1: right. I'll tell you what. I do have a collection of toenail clippings that I've accrued over the years. So Ooh. that's something nobody knows.
0: No, that's Awesome. and That's great. Um, okay. Well, I have a question, uh, G-Man, because, you know, it, nowadays, uh, you know, you've been around for a while. Um, and
1: 53 years. It, it, how long? 53 years. I've oh. been listening to those who's down in Whoville.
0: Okay. So... Back in the day, because we're, you know, similar in age, it, you know, there was a lot more bullying that would go on, name-calling on the playground, that sort of thing. And I hate to say it, but the famous song about you is basically a bunch of insults that are that could be hurtful. So how do you feel about the names that you've been called, and is there at least one on that list that may not
1: be true? Oh, oh, oh you, you are so right. There's a myriad of insults thrown at me over the years, and it is Outrageous. I mean, and you could break them down in three categories, and I've actually done that in the past because they are so hurtful. They are. Okay. I mean, you've got the mild, right? you got the, the medical maladies, I guess. And then there's just the weird, I mean, first of all, okay, the mild ones, which we all know is I'm a mean one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm not the most pleasant before my first cup of coffee in the morning. I understand that. Neither is you. Okay. And then they call me a heel. What? What else do they call me? A monster? Really? Come on. And, and as charming as an eel. Mm-hmm. Now, I have known some charming eels in my time, so that's really not an insult. So, um, You've been uh, calling an appalling dung heap. It, exactly. What is that? Why are people so rude? I don't understand. I mean, well, they call me cuddly as a cactus as well, which is, <laughs> which is rude, too. That could be like a case of scleroderma or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> My heart's an empty hole.
0: I think there's an ointment for that.
1: There okay. is. Or a shot. <laughs> there is. My soul is full of gunk, which, by the way, I cleared that up last week after my colon cleanse.
0: Oh, um, okay, yeah. good. Because, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, someone once said that they would rather take a seasick crocodile over hanging out with you.
1: Yeah, yeah. A seasick, that's just weird. A, a, a seasick crocodile, three-decker sauerkraut and toadstool sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Oh, oh. here's one. Here's one. What about that? Ah, uh, Wouldn't touch him with a 39 and a half foot pole. All right. Who walks around touching people with <laughs> poles?
0: Well, okay. I'm just going to say that right now in the age of COVID, it's probably good not to touch anyone with a 39 and like put, you yep. know, not just six feet, That's but true. social distance even further. So maybe that they were onto something there.
1: You're right about that. And um, none of them, none of them are true, except Except for maybe termites in my teeth, you know, my smile. Oh. That's how I get my dazzling smile, by the way. Oh, oh. okay. Baba, baba. Okay.
0: All right. Well, you know, G-Man, speaking of this dazzling smile, I'm sure it probably helps you, you know, in the dating pool. So uh, are you dating by chance?
1: Oh, sweetie, I play the field like a Barcelona soccer team.
0: Oh, my goodness.
1: Yeah, so, as you know... Once you've had green, if you know what I mean. Mm. <laughs> <Yeah>. well, <laughs> actually, I did have I did have a relationship some time ago uh, with uh, Martha May Huvier. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. She she was uh, forced into a loveless relationship with the mayor oh, at some okay. point. But she could have had the green hot lover, but Hopefully. she missed out. I mean, the G train has left the station, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all by myself now, yeah. and I'm happy for it.
0: If <laughs> they don't want you, you don't need to be pursuing them. That is right. No, you got to move right. on to being by yourself.
1: I guess. it's me and Max all the way, baby. Max, you- put that down. That is not a chew toy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that the banana?
1: <laughs> I'd rather not say.
0: Oh, my. <laughs> All right. Well, let's try. We want to get to know you a little bit more, uh, you know, because I'm sure when people think of the Grinch, they don't think of, like, like his day-to-day doings. They just think of him, you know, at Christmas. So I'm curious. Uh, we want to get some of your favorites. What's your favorite drink? Because we, like, we like cocktails here.
1: What? My favorite drink is hoopoo beer. Hoopoo it's, beer? Hoopoo. Yeah. It's made out of... The Pooh of Who, and and it's made exclusively in Whoville by only the best extricators of adult beverages. Mm. I don't know if you can get it where you are because, well, Mount Crumpet's kind of far from where you are.
0: Right. Okay. It is
1: terrible, <laughs>
0: and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yikes. Well, we have maybe one that we aren't going to try. Um, okay, so now, since you're visiting us here in Georgia, I know that your favorite dish back... At Mount Crumpet is the roast beast. You got to have the roast beast for Christmas. But um, have you sampled anything around here in Georgia? Is there anything that you've tried here in Georgia that you like? As far as well,
1: actually, let me correct you on that. I, due to COVID, I'm still on Mount Crumpet. Yeah, we're just zooming here. I'm, I'm still in my cave, and uh, I'm having a. I'd rather, you know, I live inside of a snowflake, right? Did you know Mm -hmm. that? That's wow. where that's where Crumpet is. That's where Whoville is. She just didn't know that. So um, I, I usually don't get many imports from Georgia. So, but I imagine that hamhock, pickle pig's feet. They have a certain uh, joie de vivre, right? <laughs> yeah 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 i
0: have, I have not had that yet. Well, then, if you're at home, staying inside with the COVID thing and and doing doing what's right, um have you been Netflixing a lot? Are you watching anything on TV? Do you have a show TV show that you like to watch, or movie, what's your favorite entertainment right now?
1: Oh yes, i I love all sorts of different television programs. Me and max are are always watching uh the the uh the who the Whoville wedding shows, and oh, you know what I really love though on Netflix? Yeah. Ozark. And I love, I love the strip joint scenes. Oh. They get my yes. green a going, if you know what I mean.
0: I oh, can yeah. only imagine. <laughs> I
1: know. You're a little bit of a dirty birdie. <laughs> oh, I'm more than a dirty birdie. He's a little freaky. <laughs> All right. And I'm fabulous.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay, okay, G-Man. All right. What is, so we're, we're going to talk about the little Whovians now. What is the worst thing a little Who has done to you when you visit them In Hooville,
1: Yeah, you mean those hooligans, is what you're saying. (laughs) They are all hooligans, let me just tell you. But they did invite me down to a whovelation one time, and they put me on a chair I had to wear. this stupid Christmas sweater. It was very ugly. And they fed me all sorts of brownies and cakes and all sorts and something that I couldn't even explain what was. And they just kept shoving it down my throat. And and it was just an awful time. They're always so jubilant and, and merry and, and joyous and jubilant. I I can't sh- stand it. Well, yeah, like a always, good
0: time though, G man. Yeah. What's wrong with that?
1: <laughs> They're noisy. Yeah. it. Oh, noise, 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 noise. So. I
0: got I got to tell you, uh, G man, that uh, I I see more. I feel like there's more of you. And I, on the same, we're on the same level than a lot of people. I totally get the small black heart, the too much noise, the too much joyfulness, all that kind of stuff. Having to wrap the presents and decorate, blah, 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 and people are loud. I wouldn't mind sometimes maybe just like kicking it up on Mount Crumpet, away from everything except for you know watching TV and hanging out with my dog. So I kind of get down. I'm, I'm kind of down with you on that.
1: Sweetie, you come up to Mount Crumpet any time, and we will have a good old I time. I tell Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Connection. We'll do a <laughs> manage a
0: Okay. With that granny yeah. banana. <laughs> yeah, that banana. All right. Well, speaking, speaking of that banana, this is what makes me think that maybe this is how your banana got so black is <laughs> what's up with you not wearing any pants? Even when you're Santa Claus and you're in a costume faking out that you're trying to be Santa Claus, aren't there any rules, like decency rules at, in Mount Crumpet or in Hooville, where you should wear some damn pants? <laughs>
1: Well, look, 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 except for Max, I'm all alone up here. Who's going to care? <laughs> oh, I might, but I like freeballing it, okay? I, I guess I, I should worry less about my tight-fitting shoes and more in public decently, but uh, where's the fun in that, huh? Uh, yeah, so, I'm,
0: t- uh, I'm totally down with you freeballing it in, in your cave. I'm saying that I don't know how the, the uh, world likes it when you're, you know,
1: Look, in Cindy the, the who's are asleep when I come down there? Little Cindy Lou Who has many troubles already, so I'm not adding anything else.
0: I don't know. I think that you might you might have traumatized her for the rest of her life for if she's had to see anything that she shouldn't. So I'm no, just. I,
1: I am a big part of her therapy.
0: That's right. <laughs> well, uh, Grinch, I'm sure that you've got things to do, people to steal from, you know, trees trees to like of down chimneys and or up chimneys I guess so um Uh, (laughs) any parting words before we send you back to uh your your free time up there with Max in the in the mountain
1: no the less time with y'all the better let me just tell you oh my (laughs) no no I had a great time I want to thank you y'all just have a merry Grinchmas that's what we're going to call it now all right okay
0: that sounds Grinchy now. Well, oh. thank you so much, Grinch. Bye, Grinch. Here, cheers to you, Grinch. Bye, 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 Max. You Say
1: goodbye, Max.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks. So that was the Grinch, also known, aka, as our good friend James. Yeah, um, our friend James. Um, is an actor down here in Georgia and he actually, um, and there's going to be pictures of him, uh, already up. I think you should see, uh, he imp- has in the past impersonated the Grinch. He has that great character voice. He also makes his own prosthetics. And so all the makeup and the facial work that you see is, is his own, um, handmade stuff. And we thought it'd be fun for Christmas to have the Grinch on and hang out and have a cocktail. Um, we've known James for I four years. Yeah. I, I was going to say five, but I'm not positive. Anyway, um, I, he was our first replacement on uh, on my stunt show. And uh, I was desperate for um, someone to fill in as the governor. And a friend of ours, Dylan, had this one guy, he sent him over, and he walked in and he looked like him already. And I don't even think that James knew what the governor was or did i he did. I don't think he had seen it. Mm-mm. And so I, I tried to like play it real cool and be like, oh, okay. And I'm like, please let him be able to act. Please let him be able to act. And I and I said, Do you need do you have a monologue? And he pulled out this monologue. I'll have to ask him. He's gonna be back in a minute. I was gonna ask him what in the heck his monologue was, because it was awesome. It was like a mafia, like hitman kind of monologue, but it was perfect really? and maniacal. Yeah. So clearly huh. I went, Okay, this guy isn't like your typical like hot mess community theater actor. This guy actually <laughs> knows what he's doing, which <laughs> yes. which made me happy. So um, I hired him on the spot. And he trained and he became the governor for the stunt show. Um, Even though he's really old, his body was able to at least make it through the fight. Um, (laughs) Why'd you have to say that? (laughs) So I hope, hopefully I'd get him time. Are you there, James? Can you, can you pop on? There he is. So for for everybody that is watching on YouTube, James is back. And for everybody just listening to James, say hi, James.
1: Hi, James. There we go. <laughs> I'm a little insulted by your uh, age uh, quote.
0: Let me let me just point out that I always made sure I played a good guy on the show because a I wrote it, b I directed it, and it was mine. But also because the good guys never have to fall down. So <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. I've fallen so, down so many times.
0: I know. So that was like, well, I don't have to fall down, so I don't have to get injured and dirty. got hit. Yeah, I didn't, have, I didn't have, well, I got hit a couple times, like not real, like fake punches, but I didn't have to take as many as I had to give. So that was, write your own show. You don't have to get hurt. Um, joking. So anyway, so that's how we met James was, um, he started that. He ended up being a tour guide as well. I, I sucked him into being a tour guide, um, But we're not talking, we've got plenty of time. James will obviously have you back because we can tell a million theater stories because he's been in theater as long as I have. We can tell a million tour stories because same thing. But today we're going to talk about film. Yes, yesterday? That's right. We're going to get a little into behind the background. So that's one of the things that James and I have in common. We've done a lot of background. I don't think we've done anything together. We've just, we've had separate projects, but never together, which I think that's a missed opportunity. They just don't realize that. (laughs) So um, James, tell me a little bit, how did you get into background work or just, you know, into acting all together? What was your first gig?
1: Well, my first background gig was actually in 1987, and I did Sleepaway Camp Part 2. Ooh. Yes, it was a slasher movie. It was right at the tail end of all of those... uh, slasher movies like Friday, you know, Friday the 13th and um, Nightmare on Elm Street and all that. So they brought all of those different, um, it's, it's uh, well, you should be drinking when you watch that movie, actually. <laughs> so He's, I played a camper.
0: He sent me clips of it. And there's a couple of really hilarious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my it, God. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. So you might have to I don't know if we have if we have to get permission to put those anywhere, but well, uh, it,
1: they're on YouTube. Uh, if you just type in "Sleepaway Camp," the Happy Camper song, uh, you'll see me way in the back as a camper with my big old <laughs> frying pan hands. As you can see, take a look at these things. Yeah, these <laughs> I things
0: are if, if you haven't, if you can't see it, he has giant hands that I nicknamed. Frying pan hands a mm-hmm. long time ago. <laughs> Those a <are> mitts.
1: <laughs> I know, so you can see them in the background just to go. Wait, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and and you can.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Aww. I did that, and, and then I did a father from father to son with Christian Conrad, Robert Conrad's son. I was his stand-in for a little while um, as well back in the eighties, and then I took a break from film and I went onto stage, and I was doing many many different um, theater uh, oh. shows along the way, and then it took me up to. I guess uh, 2016 is when I first started uh, getting back into the background stuff. And MacGyver was actually my first gig. I was a mm-hmm. Russian soldier in really? that. Um, yeah. And then um, wait, 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 Forever wait, wait. My Girl. Can we hear
0: some of that? Can we What's hear that? some
1: Russian? No, you can't. Oh. <laughs> hey, I'm background. I don't talk.
0: Yeah, I'm, no. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, You're you there. Gotta... <laughs> he you just stood like that.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> held a gun i'm sure
1: but uh then i just started going into doing forever my girl was the next movie that i did um as a country in a in a country bar so Mm -hmm. i had to wear a cowboy hat you know you know chalet and you have to bring in all this different wardrobe that you have yes Mm -hmm. they said bring in your best country look
0: (laughs) and that's when i go jenny quick what you got (laughs) exactly
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's
0: true I've had like, to costume her for more different weird things that she's like I got to have this I'm like I got one of those here there you go <laughs> yeah. I don't, I, I'm there for walking dead I'm just I, half the time I don't even think I'm, I'm, I'll i be able to like land something you know and I'm like oh yeah you're perfect yeah we need you to be this huh <laughs> you know so okay. that's, that's one thing um, no, go ahead Jenny Oh, no, I was just to say, if folks don't know this, if we haven't really talked about this, that a lot of times when you're brought in for background, you have to bring your own costume, except for Walking Dead. Shalane, I, well, no, the very first time you did Walking Dead, you had to bring your own costume because I had to help you. Right. That was for the, the winter savior costume. Mm-hmm. And she she sure had like, I don't know a cotton shirt and you know a tank top, and I was like, "Girl, it is November and it is thirty degrees." <laughs> I'm a Florida girl. Yeah, I don't know any better. And, and that stuff I did not have in my supply at the time, so we had to take a little midnight trip to Walmart to get her. I'm still dress. wearing pants. See, I'm still there you wearing. Go. <laughs> hey, nice. But most of the time, you have to bring your own clothing to yeah. to set. So, and if I think that it's also like if it if you bring the stuff and they don't like it, then they find stuff for you. Right. right. Have you ever been told, either one of you, I'm just curious, that you bring your stuff there and they're like, nope, that doesn't work and we don't have anything, so just go?
1: Oh, I, I have um, uh, once, normally, you know, the suit. Mm-hmm. I bring the suit to all my, because everything I do is, I'm either a, uh, a, an FBI agent, um, a, a doctor, or a lawyer, or a businessman. So that one suit, you know, I, I bring and they say, yeah, that's great do that. But, uh, once in a while they will, um, uh, give me something. I did get a new suit, uh, from, right.
0: I want to, we, I want to we got to explain okay. the suit. The suit oh, is, yeah. a story. you know what, we'll just do that right now because the suit is a story. So, um, you know, as James and I would, you know, chit chat back and forth, uh, and stuff, he would talk about whatever show he was on. And like he says, he's got the look as a director. I agree with, you know, he's got that doctor lawyer uh rich guy um uh you know whatever that kind of like like basically you know good looking you know company man like, kind go, of on, go on but, go on but well but he also he also plays a pretty good scumbag cuz he's been a scumbag in a couple of things too so we'll get to that wow. but but he has this suit and he was telling me about the suit and we started joking about the suit because that's how he's getting all these gigs is he's got the suit. And I joke that that thing needs to have its own IMDb page because the suits done more, you know, as, as the suit. Um, <laughs> and we also said that it should get like put inside a glass case and hung up somewhere, you know, because it's been in so many things, but you lost the suit. So do you want to tell everybody how you lost the suit? Cause it's a sad story with a happy ending.
1: It is. Well, I went to, I was on doom patrol. I think it was a Marvel um, a television series that I don't know if it came out yet or. Yeah,
0: it did. And I think they're doing season two.
1: Oh, okay. Well, cool. Um, so I was on that and they asked me, to, they, they said, here, we need your pants. We're going to hem them. Uh, we'll take, give them your, the pants. So they took them away. And when I needed them, they couldn't find them anywhere. They were looking all over the place and I was like, okay, well, I'm pantless. So I need something. The so great. they gave me this beautiful, uh, Italian suit that they had. And they, it fit me perfectly. It was like it was tailor made for me. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. And uh, they said, Well, if we can't find your pants. This is going to be we're giving you this suit. And oh. I was like, Oh, please, please don't find my pants. Please don't find my pants. <laughs> and uh, I, at, at the end of the shoot, I got uh, did my thing and came back and we're like, sorry, we, we uh, can't find your pants. So You know, happy birthday! Here's a new uh, Italian suit for you. Was was it Armani? I I couldn't remember the brand. Was it Armani? It was something like that, and I can't remember offhand. Um, But I know a while ago.
0: Yeah, I was thinking up.
1: No. Yeah, if you open it up and take a look inside it, it has property of Fox Studios in it.
0: (laughs) Oh wow!
1: So I've got
0: anymore. Yep. (laughs) But I just love. Like, how long have you been wearing the suit before you went to Doom Patrol and they decided that your pants needed to be hemmed?
1: yeah it's been uh, three years
0: and, and no one else had a problem with the length of your pants until pair,
1: yeah apparently not i don't know i guess doom patrol fbi agents have to be uh like have their, <laughs> exactly yeah it has to be exactly at, at the uh, top of your foot or something i don't know I don't that's know. one of your socks yeah
0: so now wait so you still have the jacket from the suit right
1: Yes, from, yeah. From the I OG have, suit. Yeah, the uh, IMBD. Yeah, the, I have that jacket. that I can okay. put that in the museum.
0: That needs to go. Yeah, that needs to go <laughs> in a case. Yep. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so, um, um. like, I've got a couple that I'm pretty sure I'm going to, we both have a list of some of the stuff that you've been and see. So we can talk about it. And I think the first ones that I'm looking at, I don't think the suit was in any of them, but there's some interesting costume choices. So, the first one uh, that folks might recognize you from if they look is the movie that just came out last year called Richard Jewell and that was directed by Clint Eastwood and that was about the um Olympic bombing in 96 right so um why don't you tell everybody what you did in that
1: well first of all if you look on the poster on the Richard Jewell poster I'm on that I made the poster Yes, so that was really exciting. I'm right next to Kathy Bates in there. So if you do pull that up online, you'll see. Um, so, um, yeah, I. What was the question now? What, <laughs> what did I? What did, I forgot the question all of a sudden. Well, I, it was what? What part did you play? In oh, Richmond. right, right, right. Yeah, I was a um, a reporter in it. And we had to go to the actual uh, apartment complex that Richard Jewell lived in when he was alive and living with his mother in Atlanta. And we were right out there in the same exact location as the real uh, uh, news crew were back in 96 and we had to go and um, constantly bother them. They, we, they were there all night and all day, all the time uh, bothering and, and um, you know when he would come home they would surround him and stuff. As a matter of fact that is the picture right there. I don't know if you can oh, see yeah. it. Yeah, kind of.
0: Point at your face.
1: My face is right where is it? Right there. Hmm. I'm game, yeah, over.
0: I can see, I can see your nose. I remember seeing it. I remember, I, I mean, like, we were looking for, okay, so here's the funny story. So let me tell you, this is, we, Ish Ish and I do this with Shalane and with James. So this is a funny game that we play because you guys will say, oh, I was in, let's just say Richard Jewell. I, what was the one that we were just looking for you in, Shalane? What were you just in? Superintelligence. Yeah, but I can't see that because it's, oh, I don't even want, oh, have I got a rant for you about HBO, whatever. We'll we'll talk about that later. I'm irritated with that platform. But anyway, I can't see it. So something you were just in or we were looking for, but when we can't, we don't know where you're at. Like sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I was in that. And we'll like watch it and forget to be like, oh, what part were you in that? And so here's an example. This is an example for James. Um, Apparently you claim to have been in Vampire Diaries, which Isha and I are watching now. We have yet to see you because all you said is you don't remember exactly what season. You, you don't remember what season it was. Oh, yes. oh no. And you were And you were in a gas station. So it leaves a large <laughs> open space. I mean, they're not at a ton of gas stations. But honest to God, I don't think I would have noticed how many gas stations they've used, except for every time there's a gas station. Literally, boom, they're at a gas station. Isha and I, just like, the minute you see the scene start, we're like, James? James. Okay. And we talk to the screen like looking for James because he said he was at a gas station. Mm-hmm. Um, so, same with Shalane, like if we're like, Shalane? Sh- well, especially in Walking Dead when you're like, oh, I was in this scene, blah, blah, blah. And so, like, you know, when the hilltop collapsed and you're like, oh, I was running through the flames and stuff. And it's real hard the first time you watch it, you're not really looking just for Shalane, but you're like, Shalane? Oh, there- is that her? Nope, there's Shalane. And there's so we talk, to, we, talk, we talk to the screen as if you guys are there and you will answer us through the screen, <laughs> but you don't. So, it's a dumb game that we play. <laughs> so That's fun. yeah I mean like it's funny and I still haven't found you in Vampire Diaries so I don't believe I it.
1: haven't I have not seen it yet so I don't even I couldn't even tell you where I am if I mean yeah. sometimes you know Shalane knows that you you think you're up close and they've got great shots of you and then you look at it and you tell all your friends hey look at me I'm going to be on tonight at this time and then they cut that scene sure yeah, I've like, had that happen
0: for me season nine First episode, I'm shaking Rick Grimes' hand. You don't see that because it's actually like the background scene where Michonne and Daryl are like, they're focused on Savior, save us. I'm in over in the back shaking Andrew Lincoln's hand. I'm telling everybody, I'm shaking Andrew Lincoln's hand. Do you see it? No.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: that's okay because she still gets to say she shook Eddie Lincoln's hand and talked to him so and, yeah. and, and be in a moment.
1: That's well, why I never tell anybody where I am until, until I see it myself. Until,
0: until you know, right. Well, Richard Jewell, I, you must have seen it before me then because you knew, but I we were we saw that in the theater and we didn't know where you were going to be except for you're a reporter and hands down. I mean like that's I mean you can't miss him in these scenes because I realize James is sitting down right now, but he's gigantic just in case you didn't know. So he's very tall. So he was this big, tall guy, but you did tell me, and this is my favorite thing about Richard Jewell, is you're like, where do you see my shirt? And he was wearing what I would, if if folks from around here, they know what Publix is, but for our people all around the world, Publix is a grocery store and their color, it's a lime, lime green. It's almost the color of the sweater that I'm wearing. Lime green So they gave you a lime green, and it was a literal Publix polo shirt to wear as a reporter. (laughs)
1: Literally, it had Publix written on the sleeve, and I had to fold that under. Oh,
0: my God. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, A, that's cool because you can't miss him because he's tall. He's wearing a giant lime green polo shirt. But I'm like, I love that. You know, costuming must have got to the point they're like, oh, fuck, we don't have anything else left here. Just put this on and just, like, hide it, and no one will know.
1: That's pretty much what they did. That's yeah. almost exactly what they did.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I also like that of all like, of all the reporters in their suits and ties, you were in a green polo shirt and a pair of, like, khaki cargos. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I, I have, over the years, I've learned how to work my way into the camera um, without being too noticed, I, I, as, as much as I can. So I will... Um, I'll, I'll try to find the stand in of the actual star of the movie and try to stand next to that stand in. So then I know once they shoot, I'm going to be somewhere in the scene at least. So that was kind of what I did with okay. yeah, with, with Richard Jewell. I did that. And I, I also did that with uh, the best of enemies. Um, I was in that movie with uh, Sam um, Rockwell. Rockwell. Thank you. Who was also in Richard Jewell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, wait a minute. Wait, Best of Enemies, because uh, that's one I was going to ask you about. So you, you were in Best of Enemies, which is Taraji P. Henson and Sam Rockwell. And that one, sadly, I never got to see that one. It came and went faster than I yeah. thought it was going to go. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of like a race. Uh, yeah, it, it, it,
1: it, it, it did. It took place in the 19, early 1970s um, with um, the head of the KKK, actually, who reformed and um, and brought – um, um, got rid of segregation, and it was an interesting story. Sam Rockwell played uh, uh, the 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 head of the uh, KKK member, and then Miss um, Hansen brought uh, she played the other character on that. So she
0: was like a teacher or something. I thought wasn't she or She's
1: kind of. She used to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was just a, a parent, I think.
0: So my first question: What going back to? You sat next to Sam Rockwell all day on that set, right? Yes. You like sat right next to him.
1: Yes. And I, defi- I shrunk down um, in my seat for on purpose because Sam is a short guy. And if they <laughs> saw me towering over him, they probably would have moved me. Yeah. So I strategically kind of slouched in my chair. So I was just a little bit taller than him so I could be seen by the camera, but um, not enough to where they would say, hey, let's move him and put somebody else there.
0: Nice. Well, and I remember seeing you in the the trailer, like you were sitting next to him. Yeah. So, did you see Sam at all during Richard Jewell?
1: Uh, during well, I I saw him. You mean? Um, like, what do you mean?
0: Well, because weren't you you when you were the reporter, you were sticking your camera in the face of either Richard or or Kathy Bates? Like, no, remember.
1: actually, it was it was Sam. I was it right, was right Sam. in oh. Sam's face. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I was right next to him as well. Did he and recognize you? from that then you would think we would have because sam actually um he's a he does roping he cat ropes calves and stuff he learned so during um the best of enemies he was out back uh, practicing on chairs throwing uh, a rope and and snagging that and um he actually kind of taught me how to do that i was talking with him and he said here sh- let me show you how this works so we kind of had a little bit of a relationship there, but I, I didn't think he would have remembered me out of all those thousands of other people. So
0: Right. And you never got close enough to say, hey, Sam, remember the roping? Well,
1: or- I was in his face. Yeah. But I there were so many people <laughs> around and he was yeah. busy, so.
0: Right. I no, I, you know, I wouldn't, like, I, I totally get, like, I wouldn't be like the asshole that's like, hey, remember me? But I didn't know if there was, like, downtime where are like, hey, remember when we did yeah. that?
1: And when there was, they were going, talking with Clint Eastwood and, and talking about other things. So I didn't. You know, Shalane, you know, you don't want to bother as the sure. How is Clint? He is, believe it or not, um, you never see him smile in the movies. He is always smiling. He is the, the most lighthearted person uh, in real life. He's talking with everybody, he's smiling at everything, and he's like, yeah, cool. And the set is so quiet. Um, Nobody talks loud on his set because uh, back in the days of his spaghetti westerns, he used to um, didn't want to scare the horses by yelling, action, cut. So he would um, he would just do this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then he would just go like that. And and everybody knew they were watching him and they knew to cut. So and everybody was real quiet. So it was the quietest set that I've ever been on
0: nice also he doesn't really talk that loud
1: no he's he's a whisper the tone yeah
0: everybody's got to be quieter than him
1: talks like this Um, all right
0: james how was taraji henson
1: she was very nice um yeah she's very funny as well um she was telling jokes in between um takes and such and um just getting with the with the uh, the people, all the extras out there. She was um, interacting with them, so she was a really nice, nice lady. That's, that's someone
0: I've I've watched from. I mean, I remember Baby Boy and all these like, you know, like the I I hate to call them B movies, but basically they were just like all these different you know movies that's typically primarily all African American. You see them on BET, or whatever, and you know you just see her over and over again. She's trying, but she steadily you know climbed up. So I was just kind of curious how she was, whether or not if she kind of like, I don't want to say forgot where she came from, but you know, sometimes when you have someone who starts from meager positions and then they get up here, they kind of forget. I was just kind of curious if she was like
1: that. No, she was very, um very down to earth. She was very funny. She was always on, though. I mean, when she was on, even when the cameras weren't rolling, she was making jokes and, and making people laugh. So she was, she That's was fun. That's good.
0: Mm-hmm. What was it like? Because it wasn't that in Best of Enemies, obviously there was like racial division. And I hate like you were sitting on the white side of the theater and then on the other side was the black folks, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it was, it was, it was really kind of weird. When the cameras were rolling, you had to act like you were, you know, segregated and you had to, you didn't like this group and that group didn't like you. So there were times where um, I remember I had to look at this one girl, this young girl um, really mean like, and just, you know, force her back uh, into the back of the uh, courtroom. And um, after the cameras were uh, turned off I was like I am so sorry and she's like oh so my I. I looked at you so mean like and I, she was it was just the weirdest weirdest thing um, but whenever the cameras turned off everybody was back you know and, and mingling and having a good time but when they they uh, turned back on they were um, in their proper places I guess yeah. for the for the show.
0: Well I would think that would be a good reason why they were trying to keep it light in between because it was yeah. so heavy when things came on that there's you know and just that
1: It it did. And there were some scenes that um, some people were like, OK, I I can't do that. I got to go to the back um, and I cannot portray this KKK member or I'm not on that. I don't believe in that. And I don't want to be seen um, on screen as portraying that. So they uh, background people would actually get up and go to the back. Yeah, hmm.
0: I I would have a hard time being in that position, like having, it
1: was a little, it was a little awkward at times.
0: It would be hard. I don't know. I mean like maybe, and again, theater where you rehearse for a long time with those people and you know how they feel and we understand, and there's a communication between the actors before you do it is different to me than that giant crowd where you've got to yell epitaphs and they've got to yell them back. And I totally get that it's fake, but you just, I don't know why it would feel more real and Mm -hmm. more like, Ugh. like yeah. there's a the, uh, what's the name of the play, um, Laramie project. And, and, um, someone has to play Fred Phelps in that. Mm-hmm. And it can be a man or a woman. It doesn't matter. I don't know even on stage if I could play Fred Phelps and say that mm-hmm. stuff. I just don't okay. know if I could because it's so awful. Yeah,
1: uh, I've, I've played some bad roles, um, on stage, some mean or, or yeah. and, 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 and people, even after the show, when you do your meet and greet, sometimes they just kind of look at you and they just kind of walk on. I'm like, I'm really not that way. I'm a nice guy.
0: <laughs> I, I had that happen for the first time. I was 21. And it was my first professional summer. And I was supposed to be Mona Monroe, the Broadway star in this thing called Give My Regards to Broadway, which was kind of like an over the top kind of goofball musical. Um, but I was supposed to like try and I was going to buy the theater and only me, only I could be the lead. It was very, you know, melodramatic and silly, but I obviously I get foiled and and they kick me out of the theater and I have to march down the center of the aisle and out through the actual theater. And I, people would stand up and cheer when I left. And I was like, (gasps) and I felt terrible. I'm like, Oh my God, they hated me. Oh my God. And that's when, my producer was like, darling, that means that you did a good job. And I was like, "Cool!" Exactly. Oh. and it was kind of like a monster was born at that moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but when you realize that <laughs> yeah. you can live out being a bad guy. So I've been a mm-hmm. bad guy a lot, but mm-hmm. just I've never had to do anything where you say something that yeah. awful. So, well, I mean, I can't disclose too much because it hasn't been released yet, but um, being on the Underground Railroad, that was different because wearing the clothes and then just reliving someone's life in that time period, um, it it really kind of like made everyone just stop and think. And then because we were literally just outside, it's in Makeham, the um, Harriet Tubman Museum, and you see the different artifacts and the signs and the photographs of, of how things were. And they really weren't that long ago wasn't that long ago no no not at all and it just and you know everyone just kept checking in are you okay you know are you all right do you need anything so i'm glad to see that you know they had i don't want to say counselors but they had um people out there just really you know concerned with our mental state as far as you know portraying people in that time and i for me that particular day uh, it was it was a, a walk in the park. I was just at a train station, but I don't know if, if you've um, James, if you've heard of him, but Mario Williams, he was one of the guys where there was fighting and shooting, and you know, you, you basically, you're you're chasing slaves, and and it was like that was one of those days where it's like, okay, I I need five minutes just to kind of like get my head back into mm-hmm. you know yeah. the right place. So yeah, yeah. so. Definitely can um, identify, but I want to lighten the mood a little bit here. Uh, let's talk Please. about some of the other stuff, James, that you've done. Like, I, I have to watch this because I know it's on. Uh, it's on Netflix. Hillbilly Elegy.
1: Elegy. Mm-hmm. Elegy. Is what like-
0: is that about?
1: Um, it, it takes place, um, well, in the book, uh, it was a book written first, and it takes place in Kentucky, um, and then goes to Ohio, in Middletown, Middletown, Ohio. Mm-hmm. It's just about this family that moved from the hills to the city, and uh, this kid, um, he grew up to be a lawyer, and just, he had to deal with his uh, background, basically, his uh, mima, I think is what he called her, uh, played by Glenn Close mm-hmm. in the movie, Um she was just really rough, and uh, um, kind of like I'm. Like Jenny is probably going to be when she's seventy. Oh, she's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> just swearing at people, smoking and drinking, and no. She's doing but, that um, now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Mm. No. But anyway, no, so, uh, I
0: know. Hopefully, I have a better. My skin looks better. That's all I'm asking for, and my hair. I'm sure it I, will. was struggling.
1: I know it will. <laughs> But so that was, yeah, that was a lot of that was shot in, uh, Macon. Um, and it was take, it was supposed to take place in Ohio, okay. but, uh, so that was fun. And I just, I just played a, uh, just a background, uh, walking down the street and a factory worker in that. Um, but it was fun because you will actually see me, um, Ron Howard shot, uh, about two blocks worth of footage going down the street and, uh, he got my uh, section, my five-second section, and that was the only part of that street scene that he used. And that was, you can see me uh, catcalling uh, some women.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. But you, Lenny- you catcalling, James? You, you're catcalling.
1: Well, I, you know, I was like, hum, hum, hum. I was more of a Lenny Squiggy type of catcall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> too soon, too soon. He, he was scumbag. So um, let me just say, I watched Hillbillyology cause I wanted to watch it because I was, you know, everybody said it was going to be really good. Um, but I watched the whole thing and that was one where I, I didn't ask you, I knew he was in it. And the reason why I knew he was in it was because back when he filmed it, he told me the day after, oh, my feet are killing me. I had to wear these shoes and it was this time period costume and blah, blah, blah. And it was in the summer. It was hot. And that was just like a chit chat. And I'm like, oh, Okay. And I, and Brown Howard said something to you. I can't, you said hi, or you look yeah, good. You said, hey,
1: you're looking good. You're looking good. I was good. in a zoot suit.
0: Okay. Yeah, with a hat. <laughs> and so I, I was like, okay, well, obviously I'm going to see this. So we watched the whole movie and I was like, where the fuck was James? And again, <laughs> this was one of our games. Like every time that there would be a character like off stage, that you didn't see were like, oh, like they checked into a hotel, but you never saw them actually check in. They just stopped at the hotel and then you see them unlocking the room. We're like, well, James must have been behind the counter checking him <laughs> in because he wasn't there. But we kept going, where's James? You know, like she goes to buy drugs, but you don't see him by the oh, James must have sold the drugs. So like you're like look at, you're like, where'd he go? And so I texted him afterwards. I was like, where are you? And he sent me the picture and he's in like the first 10 minutes in in like, um, there's a there's a scene before the credits start. And then there's a scene as the credits are rolling. So if anybody wants to see James cat calling chicks, just put on hillbilly elegy. And there's a character with the last or an actor whose last name is Bennett. I can't even remember, Mm -hmm. but as you see the words, Bennett hit freeze, and you'll see James um, yelling at people. Okay. I'm definitely going to look for it. Now I know, I, I mean, I'm just. I have to hear about this. I know you were in Ant-Man and Wasp, and we were both in Dynasty and The Resident. But I'm just dying to know. I want to hear about the stripsy in Ozark. I want <laughs> well, to. Well, he. Who were you in Ant-Man and Wasp?
1: I was an FBI agent in a SWAT team. SWAT team. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. And,
0: and because I, weren't you in the scene where everything shrinks down and all of a sudden you guys appear? Yeah,
1: the, it shrinks down and, and we're all focused. We have our rifles on uh, Michael Douglas uh, in that. Yep.
0: Because I, I remember seeing you in that. And um, didn't you, weren't you in the in Dynasty, like didn't you do like the first episode and the last one and it was like a wedding and a funeral or something?
1: yeah i did I did the wedding in the very first episode season one um you can see me ringing a little bell a nice close up uh, of it Why were you ringing a bell? They, I don't know. I guess you do that at weddings. Everybody rings a bell to uh, oh, signify. So I sort
0: of like I got gotcha. you. You
1: know, an angel gets their wings. I don't know. I, don't know. I do what I'm told. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs> no, that's usually the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But didn't you? Honey, it, wasn't that the suit? To me, I feel like that oh, was yeah. the suit. Yeah, yeah he wore the,
1: the suit. That was the wore beginning the same of the suit. suit
0: at mm-hmm. the wedding and the funeral. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: And. and were you a doctor in The Resident?
1: In The re- in the Resident, um, I was, well, you know, I'm sure, Shalane, you can attest, you kind of uh, have a backstory, you make up a backstory about your character, even though yeah. nobody will ever know but you. Right. Um, so, in The Resident, um, I was a doctor um, there that was also at a fundraiser, so um, I had a lot of money, so I was fundraising for some stuff there as well. And I do not remember... I think it was the second season of it. The very last um, episode of that, where things go wrong, uh, monitors start uh, popping off in the uh, where we all are, and we were just looking at blue screens. We didn't. So I didn't yeah. know exactly what was going on. Well,
0: for well for Dynasty, um, it's funny. I I was there twice for Dynasty. One of them, I was a, I was supposed to be a business person. The other time I was supposed to be a doctor and neither time I was used, but oh. the time that I was a doctor was a night that my car got broken into. I was right there in Eagle Rock Studios mm-hmm. and I went, and, and after that, I told, I told that particular agency, I will never work Dynasty again, never, because it's just, no. Okay. <laughs> um, the right. resident, the first time I was there, I was a patient and I was actually supposed to be a visitor. And then they turned me into a patient. So I forgot one of the principals there that was the, uh, that was a doctor. Um, he's like, You're really you're a really glammed up patient because I had makeup, my hair was all, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I but I'm here in the bed and stuff. And then um then the second <laughs> time I was a VIP and in that particular scene, I was one of the VIPs that was gonna um contribute to this uh some sort of program that was supposed to be helping kids with a cleft palate and and all this other stuff, but it was, it was not, it was actually a shady deal. So, um, yeah. So that was during my time,
1: during my time on, um, dynasty, I actually got to, we shot at, uh, Tyler Perry's mansion.
0: Oh, wow. So
1: That was fun. We actually got to go inside and it's just, it was huge. It was, It was just huge. It was bigger than I've ever seen any other uh, building before. And for a one-family resident, (laughs) I was amazed. But that was really fun to go there.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay, Jenny, I want to hear this. I want to hear the story. Wait. So, okay. So, before we get to that, the other thing that I want to share about James that is very funny, and this is evident in one of the other shows that he was in, is – it is very well known amongst his coworkers that James does not know who famous people are. <laughs> yeah. And I mean like even like for real, Walking Dead, Cassidy McClint, no, it wasn't Cassidy. It was um Kaylee, the uh oh, baby Judith. Judith, Judith.
1: Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Walked right up to him, and he had no idea who the fuck that was, and was like, "Okay, I'll get my picture." And then he comes back, he goes, "Look at this." We're like, "Where is she?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, like he doesn't know if they're." I mean, other than maybe Norman and like Andy, like you wouldn't know one of them if they walked past you.
1: And that's my problem with being in the area there. I they could walk past me, and I I would feel so guilty. Not you know, I don't know if they want to be recognized or not, but. I'm the worst.
0: Well, that not of plays to your favor, though. Maybe, maybe that's why you get in, where how you get in, because you don't fan well, out.
1: Um, I did um, uh, Aretha Franklin recently that hasn't been out yet. And, no, wait, wait,
0: wait. Uh, you did the different one, because Shalane was in Aretha Franklin, yeah. but
1: different. Sh- Shalane, you must have done the movie, and I'm, I am I did respect. the, there is a, uh, a TV, I think, um, National Geographic or something. Yeah, Nat mm-hmm. Geo. Nat Geo, they'll be doing that. But I was uh, doing stand in there um, as well. And this guy came up to me and shook my hand. And he said, Hi, my name is Courtney. And I said, Hi, I'm James. We're talking a little bit. And I'm like, So are you with the show? <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me. And it was Courtney B. Vance who. I never knew. I mean, I know him from. I could if I saw him in his younger days. I guess he was mm-hmm. in Humford at October and mm-hmm. and some other shows like that. But I just I, it did not click, and so him and uh, Michael B. Jordan. I think is another. Is he an actor?
0: Right. Well, that yeah. You yeah. Okay. So James was in a movie called Just Mercy, mm-hmm. and that was with Jamie Fox, Michael mm-hmm. B. Jordan, Bree. Um, what what's her Carson. last name? Yeah. And I went and saw that in the theater. And I gotta say, first of all, it's a rough movie. It's a hard movie to watch. It's another movie about race. Um, It's very sad, but um, (laughs) we watched it and you can totally like, that's the, that's the first time for sure. It, it, there's just a screenshot of James where it is just a close up like what you're looking at on YouTube, but even closer. And like, I'm sorry, way too big that you have to see that giant forehead on the giant screen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, but like he it he had this huge close up and the scene he was sitting right behind Michael B. Jordan, who is people's sexiest man alive this year James two Monger from Black panther black panther that is creed that is like and he did' not when he came back to tell me he was in this movie, i you know. That no 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 it was after I saw him like oh my god what was it like being right next to my and he goes who was that which one was that (laughs) I'm like the guy sitting right in front of you was Michael fucking B Jordan and then the next scene where you see him he's leaving and James walks right in front of Brie Larson who's sitting on a car hood and I'm like that's Captain Marvel dude and she won an Oscar for um box I don't know that yeah she's got a Best Actress Oscar and yeah dude. (laughs) <laughs> and <you> he <laughs> doesn't know that he's even in a movie with them. So that's just why I had to point that out. It was like one of those things that just makes me laugh so <laughs> hard Butterflies <laughs> <a unicorn. laughs> okay so anyway so we got to get to the one that shalane's wanting to talk about Yeah, because, I, uh, hear it. <laughs> uh, I believe the grinch made a, uh, a a moment where he discussed this earlier that he likes strip clubs and he loves the <clears throat> show ozart why would that be james why would the grinch like that or mention that i wonder why
1: well- Okay, so if you go watch Ozark, if you've seen Ozark, you know that they, they have a, a strip joint in the show. Well, I uh, my first time on the show, they put me in the strip club, and basically, I'm um, making it rain for all the strippers. <laughs> I'm
0: a patron.
1: <laughs> but the worst part about it is... When the cameras aren't rolling, we're in holding, all the extras. And I'm talking to this really nice young girl. She's probably 21 years old. She reminds me of my daughter. I'm talking to her all about life and everything. And we're having a good time and, and getting that connection that father-daughter connection Mm -hmm. um and then when we have to go into the joint she goes up there and she takes off all of her clothes and she starts doing her thing up on the and (laughs) i was like okay i feel like such a dirty old man right (laughs) now (laughs)
0: oh he's he sure did stuff a dollar bill in her g-string (gasps) because there is video evidence you
1: can see it Acting.
0: That <laughs> yeah.
1: inside I was dying. <laughs> but, yeah. Now
0: everybody knows because we've talked about Ozark quite a bit. Um, that we both love Ozark. Who like I thought that was Jason on set that day, or for sure Ruth was, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Jason Bateman was there. Okay. Um yep, definitely. And Ruth. Um I think those were the only two main ones that were there at the time that I was shooting. Yeah, I think at. those
0: are the only ones that are in the strip club anyway. Yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay.
0: Spill the beans. How's Jason like?
1: Oh, he's absolutely a, a nice, nicest guy. I did um, Game Night as well with him. Yeah, me too. Oh, did you? I was in the club scene. Well, I'm in the uh, first four seconds of the movie. <laughs> when it opens up, you'll see me walk right past uh, Jason uh, at the bar oh, when they're playing okay. the game. So him and Amy Amy uh, McAdams, right? Yes, yes, yes. Um, but uh, yeah, he's the nicest guy. He'll he'll talk with you all, and and um, very nice. I'm
0: huh, okay, you
1: know you're not supposed to meet your heroes, even though Jason's not my hero, but I've gr- I've grown up with him. It's really nice to be able to. Um, there are some actors who are very standoffish, who won't look at you, even if they're standing right next to you. They'll. I'm, there's a few of them that I've worked with that won't spill it. I I don't want to be rude or anything. Um, Julie Bowen is also one who will not st- look at you. She will stare at the floor until the cameras roll and then she'll go into it, which I totally understand because yeah. they're there to work. Yeah, it's They don't nice. want to yeah. have conversations, right. but maybe a nice little nod or whatever is nice as well. Right. Um, right. And in the movie tag, um, ed helms he's a nice guy but he also is very focused and uh will not discuss with uh, talk with you much but uh there's there's still a lot of there's a lot of nice people Uh, jason bateman was one of those as well and ron howard is a really nice guy um oh um, um queen latifah i got to be with her she is one of the nicest women I've ever met. She College comes around. She talks to everybody for a long time. And it's not just surface talk. She will get into it. So,
0: What movie was that?
1: That was a TV show called, I think it's called Star, if I'm not mistaken. Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's on Fox. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, I also, uh, how is Ruth? was Ruth? Did she stay in character?
1: She, motherfucker? yeah. She Yep. She stayed in character. She was swearing like a sailor. <laughs> Even when the cameras weren't rolling. I
0: love her. Is she yeah. tiny?
1: Uh huh. She is. She's oh. a little little girl. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Which makes her more fierce, like a little Chihuahua.
0: <laughs> That's why. <quite>, yeah. <laughs> I love. You know, they're filming um season four right now.
1: Oh. Okay. I mean, yeah. I've I've stopped doing uh, background work for. The COVID reason. Because there has so much um you have to test. I mean, what what is it, Shalane? You have to well, test like Depending on
0: how close. Like background um is once a week, you know, if, if long term, but uh, if you are with the principals, if you're in that zone, you're tested every day.
1: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So it just so.
0: depends on how close you are to the essential people. So, so
1: I've right. taken a, a little bit of a break from background acting until Things quiet down a little bit. I hope.
0: Yeah, well, I would just think that it's hard anyway. I just saw on Facebook that um, they, as far as the set of Ozark, they were scheduled to film and then they canceled. That's that's oh. what I was going to say. Is they filmed for like a week or two and they just shut down. I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hmm. but they're back. They're here somewhere. Yeah, because okay. my uh, my acting coach, the one who who teaches um, Chubbuck, she's in the season. <gasps> she is mm-hmm. jerry cool yeah. what was what was her she was in uh walking dead yeah um he was the one of the highwaymen she was morgan not morgan um i, for, I forgot her name i can't think of her name I, either for, yeah i forgot was, Have you but, seen yeah. season 10 yet james
1: of walking dead yeah is is that a show
0: yeah right <laughs> that'd be no
1: <laughs> it, no i haven't
0: you haven't, okay?
1: Because
0: I w- I could tell you who she was in that, but uh, if you haven't seen it, t- you know. Yeah, who needs who needs to watch that show if your job is related to it? Doesn't really matter. Okay, I'll, so, I'll find
1: out somewhere along the road.
0: Oh, <laughs> Cobra Kai. Let's talk Cobra Kai. Yes. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, I got to do that.
0: Yeah, I was. Um, there is a scene where um, there is like a. Remember, it's season three. So careful with what you can say and what you can't. Just right. Out everybody, I'm just. Okay. Yeah, I'm the the scene that I'm in. I'm up. It's like a, like a. I don't want to say a PTA meeting, but it's kind of like that. We're in the auditorium, and I'm I'm up top. Talk with the, uh, I guess the teachers or whatever, and mm-hmm. and the Ralph and the other other people are down and they're going back and forth so that's the scene I was in can you vaguely kind of tell us where where we could
1: yeah talk vaguely I, I'm a security guard um, at the school so when the kids come through uh, to go to their classes I'm uh, checking their bags and uh, doing things like that
0: you have a uniform
1: yeah yeah, oh, I'm okay. in a, so, yeah. So not, not the suit but I got not a actual <laughs> security yeah uh, what's his name the guy uh, you uh, like that uh, uh,
0: uh. Don't no, say no, no, no,
1: no, no, the blonde from the original movie. Oh, uh, the bad, oh Billy Zadka. Yeah, he came up, he talked to me a little bit. Um, and uh, he was like, So, are you a real security guard? <laughs> like, no, I just play one on TV. <laughs> like,
0: I'm an actor just like
1: you, <laughs> yes, uh huh.
0: You, by I the way, because you're tall, James.
1: Yeah, probably. He,
0: I think, so. Oh, you should have just sent him, given my number. Oh, um, uh, I did. <laughs> I'm telling Johnny B on you. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) John, John, John is my dark haired crush. And then, Billy is my blonde haired crush so you gotta have one of each okay. um, <laughs> he just won by the way go I, congratulations to Billy Zabka MTV was doing something and it was contrived called the MTV Goat Awards like greatest of all time Yeah, and they did a salute to Johnny Lawrence and to Billy Zabka and he won an award just for being like what a, a goat so did Kevin um, Bacon for dancing <laughs> it was like very 80s salute it was very fun but the, the like this the bit that they set up and did was really awesome and he was hilarious so yay but yeah we can't talk too much the reason why i'm doing that i don't want you guys to get in trouble because it's for season three that hasn't come out yet it's coming out in january they have a new um uh trailer out with some sneak peeks that we saw last night that made ish do this from his office so (laughs) so very excited it's coming soon oh Um, god hey you know i had fun today yeah me too I had lots of fun. I don't know, Jenny. I I I want James to come back. Well,
1: well <laughs> I'm all used up now.
0: Yeah. We need to- <laughs> no, we need to have you come back and we'll talk theater because we've done that before where we've done like crazy theater stuff and tour stuff and we'll save that. I'm sure you've got plenty more crazy stories that we can share. Well, you know, I think, I think, you know, just like sometimes the view and the talk, they'll have like the one guy that'll come in and then like they'll bounce a the question off of, you know, off of them is like from a guy's perspective. What do you think? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, just to mix it up. I don't know. I can see it. But sure. with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and just, put a fork in this thing. I think we're done. But before I uh, before I do anything else, I want to remind everybody to check us out on social media. That's going to be Ogre Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, our YouTube channel which is Ogre Girl Podcast, Podcast Girl because <sighs> on Twitter cuz It is what it is. You know, it's just <laughs> it is what it is. And um make sure you email us. Um, Jenny's got she's got some things Yeah. To ask Okay, so email is ogirlpodcast at gmail.com. O-H-G-U-R-L-P-O-D-C-S-T, o girl Podcast. Send us your stories. We're still looking for Christmas stories, um, disasters or happiness. We don't care either or, but, you know, bad presents, regifted presents, kids got scared of Santa, kids got scared of the Grinch, whatever it is. If you have oh. something fun, um, Let's let's uh, get those stories. You know Matt James, maybe you need to give us one that we can read next week about how kids behave around you when you go out and visit because
1: it's, it's not the kids it's the adults.
0: Oh really? There you go. Oh yeah. man. James physically goes, uh, has gone out. Not anymore. He's kind of a retired Grinch right now, I think. But he would go out and do pictures and greet, greeting like in Covington yeah. um, and big towns and stuff. Um, so I'm sure he's got stories. he can We can read them next week yeah. for him. Um, so send us your stuff because we want to hear it. Um, we're going to do all of that next week. Talk about your stories, your gifts, all that kind of stuff. Of course, there will always be cocktails. I got a little Shalane thank you Love you James thank you so much Oh there you go That's a (laughs) Classy He's just pulled out A bottle of water For those not uh, (laughs) So cheers to everybody Uh, We'll see you next week Bye